Hello, I'm Molly Cooper and this is a Snapshot episode where we bring you inside scoops from the travel, design and creative spheres. It's the same Creator Spaces content, now in Coffee Break Conversations. Well today I'm super excited to welcome not one but two guests who are going to come and talk to me all about how travel has changed and how people are booking and voyaging to different destinations through new platforms. Abby West, it's such a pleasure to have you here today. Um, welcome to Creative Spaces. Awesome. Thanks so yeah, much for thanks having for us. Having us. It's such a pleasure. Now let's start with a little bit about you guys. Um, I'd love to hear a bit about each of you and how you guys have ended up here at Thatch. Awesome. Well, uh, yeah, I'm West. I'm the CEO and co-founder of Thatch. And this is my co-founder, Abby. Yeah, I'm Abby. I'm one of the co-founders of Thatch. And um, I I guess I'd love to tell you just a little bit about what Thatch is. Love that. Um, So we are a marketplace of travel guides and services curated by locals in um, 80 countries around the world. So what that does for the traveler is it provides a sort of one-stop shop for instant access to the firsthand knowledge of travel creators around the world so that people can plan better trips uh, more quickly and with less stress. I think it's such a cool concept and I've actually spent a lot of time on that over the past few weeks, been getting my inspos together. I love it. But I'd love to know, where did the idea come from? I know we've had a few big macro trends recently, COVID, work from anywhere, this whole rise of digital nomads. Did this come off the back of that or is there a bit more to this story? I'll let you take that one, Abby. Okay. <laughs> um, yeah, well, I think the very core um, sort of trend that we saw that that caused us to start Thatch in the first place was seeing the way that um, creators and we really think of creators in a very broad way. They can be people who have audiences that are, you know, just their local community, their friends and family, or people who have, you know, millions of followers on places like YouTube and Instagram. But what we consider to be travel creators were having this outsized influence on how us regular travelers were traveling. And I think especially after the pandemic, this idea of firsthand knowledge from someone who's just been there became so, so important. You know, what places are actually open? What's actually cool these days? Um, You know, we're safe, all that sort of stuff. We saw this trend of people turning to their travel creators, um, but we saw travel creators sort of being cut out of the economics of travel. So um, instead of them being able to sort of make money, make a living from these recommendations that they were sharing with their friends, family, and followers, um, they were making all of this influence in the travel industry they were sending people to all these destinations they weren't really able to capture that so the way that we thought about thatch was how do we create a platform where these creators can um, really categorize curate their knowledge in a way that's shoppable easily accessible and super useful to their audience so we started with like a map based product um, really travel guides itineraries these you know, pieces of passive income for the creators and something that would be really, really useful for the traveler. And just recently we sort of evolved that into travel services. We have this strong demand from our travelers for something a little more hands-on than than just a, a guide or an itinerary. And I think that really came just, you know, speaking from the trends that you're sort of mentioning, that came from this, again, desire for really getting support with your trip and having help with your trip. Um, And then looking at the options that were sort of on the market already, it was really like old school travel agents. And that only appealed to a certain subset of traveler, maybe a certain demographic or an age group. And we really wanted to provide this opportunity for anyone to find support from someone who traveled like them or was already the person that they were inspired by for travel. So that's where the concept of the the services part sort of came from. I love it. And you were speaking then and I was thinking, 
so I'm in Clapham in London and there's this like old estate travel agent on the high street and there's never anyone in it. It has like dusty windows and I'm like, how is this place even open in like prime real estate? It just blows my mind. But then on the other side, when you do start booking holidays, you trawl through the usual the Instagram, you know, Condé Nast, like all these online publications. And then you kind of know you're just going to do exactly what everyone else is doing because, you know, the algorithm is just fueling you while it fuels everyone else. So I think that's such a cool niche. And I love that you guys have found it. Um, and tell me, Wes, so how have you found bringing this product to life? Was it initial, like, people got it? Or did you have to sort of go and find your champions and feed out? Yeah, I mean, that's a great a great question. I, I think, um, you know, startups are always a roller coaster, and launching any new product as a small company is always, is always interesting. Um, but, you know, we really listened to the creators on our platform, and this business was founded basically on a really simple need, which was, as Abby mentioned, uh, these creators having a space to not only feel recognized and valued for their knowledge and expertise, but also a place to monetize that. Um, so starting with giving them the tools to build these digital maps and guides uh, was a really great starting point for us. But we quickly heard from and saw that a lot of these creators were actually kind of hacking the way that they were using our system, the tools that we built to already offer services before we even made that a feature or an offering on our platform. So we really, we were just following their lead <laughs> and talking to a bunch of them about, you know, how they wanted these services to be built and how they wanted to offer them and looking at the way that they were already building them. And we just followed their lead and, and built the product kind of out of that need. That's so cool. And it's such a cool visual product. I love how it's really image heavy. Like you can really customize the, the sort of fonts and how you present the information and make it really unique to the to the creator. Um, what sort of things can we expect in that shift from this very like, here's your map, here are our top places to services? Like how bespoke is it? Can you get a one day trip? Is it like a two week itinerary? Like what kind of things can you get through services? Yeah, that's a great question. So, you know, with with the the um, what we call kind of the the basic guides and, and itineraries that um, creators are making on there today, they're great if you kind of want sort of a, a generic sort of um, overview of, of a place and kind of use that as a starting point for for train uh, for for planning your travel. But with the services, what we're really excited about is these are fully personalized services. So, you know. Um, Creators can offer anything from consultation calls where you can get on the phone or on a, on a video call with them for 10, 15, 20, even 60 minutes uh, and ask them and pick their brain about uh, the destination that you're going to and, and the destinations, obviously, that they have a lot of expertise in. So, you know, anything from, hey, you know, is this the right neighborhood to stay in or can you actually just review this itinerary I've already put together? And then on the other end of the spectrum, Creators are also offering things like full-blown itinerary and, and booking services. So let's say I'm going to Istanbul for 10 days. I can find an Istanbul creator really easily who lives there or knows the, the place really intimately. And I can hire them to actually plan every day of that trip and not only plan it, but also uh, book the hotels and, and all the other uh, related aspects of the trip. And I think if, if I can just add something there, um, what we think is really cool, something that we've sort of seen happen almost naturally on the site is there's a lot of like very specific travel niches that I think you don't see served on your standard, you know, trip advisor. It's harder to dig for that sort of information. So one of our most popular services 
are um, consultation calls specific to dietary constraints. So like we have celiac creators who are giving advice to other, you know, gluten-free or celiac travelers, letting them know which places are actually celiac safe, which places are, um, you know, friendly to that and really sharing that sort of information that's really critical to a person who's traveling with a, a particular constraint like that. And we see that sort of repeated across a lot of different travel niches so or traveler types. Um, so like our LG, BTQ plus travelers, um, like our, um, you know, uh, low mobility travelers, um, even just, I don't want to consider kids a constraint, maybe in the same way as some of those other things, but, you know, families travel really differently than young couples or um, 50 plus travelers also travel super differently. So one of the things that we kept in mind when we were putting together the services product was really to, you know, encouraging our creators to lean into those things that make their travel sort of unique and special. And, you know, sometimes I think you on the internet are trying to shy away from some of those things that might make you seem a little bit different or travel a little bit different or you might not want to like shout from the rooftops that you have to think about certain things when you take a trip but when you can start to put that out there and connect with other travelers who travel in that way that becomes super powerful for the person who is then using your expertise when they go to that destination so we really focused on bringing that to the forefront and you know we have a lot of like filters on our search experience where you can find creators who have the same travel styles needs um, sort of desires as you do that's super cool. And so you're really making a bit of a community, really, and letting people who have these niche or, like, you know, very tailored needs being able to find other people in the same boat, which in itself is an amazing accolade, like the power of the platform to bring people together. That's it's, cool. it's been really yeah. cool to see. And I think the more we see people come with those sorts of, you know, tailored desires or tailored needs, the more we see other people who are like that coming and popping up for other destinations. So it's really cool the way it sort of, you know, networks out and spreads in that way. Yeah, definitely. And so what ha what happens next in terms of services? It's up, it's running. Have you had any highlights in the first sort of few months of it? Yeah, so services just went live a couple of weeks ago. Um, so, you know, the, the early um, sort of uh, performance is, is really exciting. Um, you know, we have hundreds of sellers and um, how many destinations now is it, Abby, specifically for services? It's tens. I mean, I don't know. <laughs> yeah. I don't have yeah, the number yeah. off the top yeah, of my it's, head. It's, it's tons of destinations, which is really exciting. Um, and, you know, the creators uh, have been really, really excited about the, the debut of this and travelers have as well. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think if, if I can share something that I think is really cool. Um, one of the things we've seen since we launched this is just how new use cases are popping up. So we sort of spoke a little bit about traveler styles and traveler types, but um, one of the services that we offer is uh, something called a custom guide or curated recommendations. And this is kind of a cool new type of service we think that's really distinct from what you might get from like a travel agent or a traditional service provider. So, you know, a typical travel agent probably is going to do your whole trip. They're they're not really interested in doing the piecemeal thing. The way that they make money is by making sure that they're booking all of your um, activities and your stays. So they really want to make sure they're capturing your whole trip. Because our creators are charging just for the particular service that they're offering, they can actually offer things that a traditional travel agent wouldn't offer. So this curated recommendations or a custom guide is this sort of new product where you're just asking for basically someone else to either do the research for you or tell you from their firsthand knowledge what the spots are that fit the need that you have. So an example I'll give, we just had a, a service sale um, in the last couple of days, which was someone going on a business trip who needed to take their clients out to dinner at the end of the business trip. And they just 
didn't want to do the research to figure out like what's the cool spot where can i get in like where can i make the reservation whatever it is so they hired someone to just put together a list of restaurant recommendations that are fit for a business trip and then have them make that booking for them so for me this is so cool it's like very different than what you would necessarily think of as like a traditional something you would outsource to somebody else mm -hmm. even or like what you would think of as a travel experience but those are the sorts of new use cases we're seeing pop up once we launched this service so that's been really fun that's so cool at this point it's not even like a travel agent it's almost like a concierge wherever you go you have your mm -hmm. own personal concierge available 24 7 like that's amazing yeah, yeah I, love and, that. I love that yeah and do you see this then, this whole concierge concept? Do you think that could go beyond just people traveling? Like, do you think people will ever just be like, oh, it's my birthday. I don't know what I want to organize. And you can just like tap up someone else to do it for you. Oh, I think a thousand percent. So one of the things that we saw during the pandemic in particular was people really redefining what it meant to travel. And I think really homing in on the way that, you know, the feelings and the experiences that you get from going to a new place are something that you can replicate in your own city or your own like you know, within a few hours drive from where you live. So I think what we would see is people realizing, hey, like, I don't have plans in a couple weekends. Why don't I make either a plan for myself to explore the city that I live in and, and have someone curate a day trip literally in their hometown? Or, hey, can I do this for a weekend trip? You know, I don't have to be spending thousands of dollars for it to be worth it for me to outsource this. I, I literally just don't want to plan it. So I think it's still, you know, the experiences and the things that people will use the service for will always be experiential. But I do think that they could be very micro um, in addition to the macro that I think you normally think of. And to add to that, you know, um, the, the traditional travel agent experience is a pretty monolithic one where, you know, you're hiring this person to do every aspect of your tri trip planning. But, you know, the way that we have designed these new services on Thatch is in such a way, to Abby's point, where they can be really small, kind of bite-sized little, like you said, concierge sort of uh, experiences. So, you know, like you, the example you used of a birthday you know, if you want to do something new and unique, regardless of whether that's in your own city or halfway around the world, uh, Thatch makes it really easy to basically offload that work to someone who can help you kind of do it in a new, unique and interesting way and match with the person who kind of has that right taste. Mm -hmm. I love it. And almost like put the joy back into planning. Like you don't have to yeah. start from scratch. You can skip the boring bit and the hours spent trawling the internet and you can jump yeah. straight to the fun bit when you're like, oh, which one of these do I fancy? Yeah. yeah. I mean, the, the saying that we have internally is that a, a trusted recommendation is worth a thousand hours of research. And we truly believe that. And that's really why we care about connecting you with people who have that firsthand knowledge of a destination is because that that is mm -hmm. the, the gold standard for a trusted recommendation. Yeah. Amazing. And I just had the thought then when you were saying that, not only for the creators, but the spaces that they're recommending, like hotels, restaurants, attractions, it's no longer going to be like the places that can afford the big marketing budget can like plaster themselves everywhere. But like you say, word of mouth is so important. And actually Absolutely. this is really going to boost that, which I think is so important. We also, I mean, a big sort of like philosophical thing that we talk about a lot within Thatch and, and we've been thinking about this since the sort of beginning of the product, especially because we're working with, in many cases, people who are creators on large platforms and, and do have audiences. You know, people think a lot about how um, social media has in some ways broadened your world and in some ways shrunk it because you might see the same places get posted again and again. And so all of a sudden you have everyone going to Venice, for example, and Venice is like, we actually don't want tourists right now anymore. Like we're overrun, this is too much. Um, 
one of the things that we think about with this matching of people who have similar styles and tastes to you or being able to talk to a local expert or even someone who just has that firsthand knowledge from a trip that they've taken is you can start to really match people to places that make sense for them and you can actually start to spread out travelers. So to your point, you can send people to that cool hole in the wall restaurant that really matches the vibe of the person whose birthday it is who really wants the cool hole in the wall place, not the place that everybody is, is sort of going to that's flashy and shows up a lot on Instagram. And I think that, you know, to West Point, that applies on a super micro level to the individual business. And then also just to destinations, towns, countries, even that are starting to get a little bit more, um, they can get a little bit more attention without it being mm -hmm. this overwhelming, everybody has to go there and, uh, and sort of overrun the place. I think that's so cool. And then I must ask you about AI, because obviously it's a buzzword, it's everywhere, and you guys are a tech platform. How do you see this like very human product, what's essentially looping in like human insights with real humans going to real world places, and this like big AI tech sphere progress, revolution, whatever you want to call it? Do you see them coming together, or if so, how? Yeah, that's a really great question, and, and one that we think about a lot. And um, I'd say, you know, our high level philosophy is, you know, Thatch's mission is and will always be connecting a global community of travelers and travel creators. In other words, we really are adamant and it's in the core of our mission to keep travel human. Uh, that being said, I think there is a place for AI in the future of our business, and there will absolutely be a place for AI in the future of travel. And we're already seeing ways in which that's changing. But for us, our perspective is kind of, uh, you know, because we, we're serving both travelers and travel creators, we kind of think about it in two ways. On the travel creator or seller side, we think that AI is a huge, has a huge opportunity for basically increasing the productivity for uh, sellers and creators on our platform. So imagine instead of a seller having to just manually make these guides and itineraries like they are today, what if they could just input all of their, um, their information and knowledge onto a map and then AI helps them come up with new and novel ways to package their, uh, their Istanbul knowledge, for example, into different itineraries and guides. So that, that's one way that we kind of think about how AI can help sellers. On the, on the traveler side, I think the, the mission is pretty singular, which is for Thatch, we, our job is basically to match sellers as best we can to the right content and to the right sellers at the right time. Uh, and I think AI has a huge potential for making it incredibly easy, incredibly natural for a traveler to find the right seller or to find the right guide or to find the right itinerary for exactly what they're looking for, for the right opportunity. So will AI replace the sellers on our platform? Absolutely not. <laughs> Never in a million years. I think that's a great shout. And I'd also like to, while we're looking ahead a bit, what do you guys think about the, the travel industry as a whole like what do you think the next five years looks like i know it's been a crazy few with covid literally blowing everything up but do you have any big predictions for the coming years do you want to take mm, that we'll, we'll both have to give our thoughts on yeah, that one yeah, um, yeah. <laughs> well so you know there, there, there was this discussion of this idea of like revenge travel which um mm. happened after covid where everybody you know had this pent-up demand for wanting to travel um we see that as not so much a spike of revenge travel but just sort of a reframing for many people, I would say across like Gen Z to our baby boomer generations of people just recognizing that like their time is precious and their ability to go and do these things is limited and can be constrained at any time. So we see the the desire to spend money on travel and do travel, even if that's, um, you know, 
a luxury for you or whatever it might be, I think the desire to travel is going to be really strong for the next mm-hmm. 10 plus years. So I don't think that that's a short spurt that we're seeing. I think that's going to be a long-term thing. Um, we certainly see, you know, the, the travel industry in general is like foaming at the mouth to figure out how AI is going to impact things. And I think there's been so much conversation about um, just auto generating your trips um, and, you know, just coming up with an itinerary with the, the sort of click of a button. Um, and we really just don't see that as a realistic way for people, for like the majority of people to travel. I think there's always going to be people who, you know, they just hit the top 10 list on TripAdvisor anyway. I think for them, replacing that with a, an AI itinerary might be a great substitute. I think for people who really want to get under the skin of a place and get to know a place with their travel, that that's never going to be fully satisfying for them. It's going to end up doing the same thing we see on social media, which is sending everybody to the exact same 10 places. And then people are going to get sick of that almost immediately. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think we're going to keep seeing people go to smaller and, and more niche destinations. I think we're going to keep seeing people spread out. I think we're going to keep seeing an interest in um, really starting to understand local cultures. There's been so much sort of, I think, polarization in, in our society in general, especially like um, when we look at our market in America and things like that. Um, and I think the tide of that has to change oh, and travel is going to be such an impact in that yeah. where people are going to go to these new destinations, really trying to understand other people and, and sort of bringing that home. So it's my optimistic take on, on where we're headed, I would say. Wes, I don't know what you think. I mean, I think the only thing I'll add to that, and it's basically just a, a, to say something that Abby said in a few different words is, um, you know, I think the pandemic was an accelerant for a lot of things in a lot of industries and in travel, specifically the the consumer behaviors that we're seeing. Um, you know, I think one of the ones that's most exciting and intriguing to me is this idea that I think travel for the longest time was viewed largely as a, as a luxury. Um, and I think after the pandemic, because we're so uh, connected, but at the same time, so isolated, uh, that travel has become more and more of a necessity. And I think millennials and Gen Z are definitely waking up to that and starting to crave that. And I think uh, older generations have known that for a long time. Um, but I guess the, the thing that I'm really excited about is that people are starting to treat, and we're seeing this in consumer behavior, people are starting to treat travel as not just a luxury, but something that's kind of essential to our well being, because um, it's becoming one of the only spaces left where we can kind of reconnect, unplug and recharge. Um, and, and I'm excited to be building a platform that enables more people to do that um, all in one place. I think everything you said is so true. And I think it's great to have companies like yourself and a platform like Thatch really championing this authentic, meaningful travel. And I think that was such an exciting uh, chapter for, for, for travel and for Thatch. Um, yeah. Thank you so much for chatting to me today, Abby West. It's been such a pleasure. Um, yeah, I hope you all the best with services. Oh, thank you so much. This was so thank fun. Thank you. Thank you. And likewise, it was a pleasure. Thank you for listening to this Snapshot Conversation. For more Curator Spaces content, head to our website, Instagram, or wherever you listen to your podcasts.